1: Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: Are you ready to do this? I'm
1: ready to do this. (laughs)
0: Are you ready to do this? We have been a little bit silly, a little bit squirrely. A little
1: giddy and squirrely. We a little peppy.
0: A little pep in the step. We just did a quick Facebook Live for the Joy Junkie After Hours Club on Facebook, showing a behind the scenes of our very fancy Joy Junkie studio. So studios, funny. Which we get very dressed up to do. You know, what we, <laughs>
1: you know what we should have done is like, and over here you'll see, like we're on you know, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. And
0: yeah. Like, Cribs? Yes, Cribs. (laughs) If you're wondering what we're talking about, a few weeks ago, I opened up a brand new additional level of support for all of you guys, and it's called the Joy Junkie After Hours Club. And it is a Facebook group, a secret Facebook group, a private Facebook group, I should say, where we have tons of conversations about the real-world application of the podcast. Like, for instance, if you listen to – the guilt episode, or if you listen to the episode where we talked about the difference between fear and your inner critic, we have the opportunity to kind of d- unpack that as a, as a group, as a tribe, as a club. And I do a live Facebook Q&A, which we call Q and Slay. Where- Q and Slay. I love it. <laughs> Q and Slay, where we talk about what's coming up for you guys as you're listening to the episode. So if you want to come hang out with us, it's completely free. We are giving away tons of cool extra bonus content. There's even coupon codes that I'm going to tell you about in a little bit that is really cool. A little Easter egg? A little Easter egg. Yeah, just lots of fun additional things. If you're a club member, which any of you can join, just go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. I'll also be sure to put that in the show notes page, or you can just simply search – Joy Junkie After Hours on Facebook, and I'm sure you'll find it. And I think it's important to say
1: that it's exclusively for everyone.
0: It's exclusively for everyone's yeah. invited. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! It's extremely covert. It's extremely private, yeah, yeah. but all are welcome.
1: It's like Marlago. lago you're not, not going to get in there,
0: right? It's a know, it's without a, a coupon code. It's a pre- <laughs> it's a pretty penny. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well. Lots of cool stuff on the podcast today. We have a listener submission who contacted the show and wanted to know about what do you do if people in your life don't necessarily understand personal development or if it's your spouse? How do you engage with people like that who may not be bought in about the journey that you're on. Mm, like I have it's a,
1: too new agey or something like that.
0: Yeah. And mm. I'm going to talk about this a lot as we go through, but it's almost like you've found this new religion oh, and people yeah. are like, mm, mm, that's great. Call, that's ya? great for you. Right. Yeah. I have about six different things that I'm going to talk to you about to help you wade through these waters with the most grace and kindness that you possibly can muster. I think we've got a lot of cool stuff. Plus, we've got some cool announcements coming up and and awesome things. But I think what we should start off with is a little mic warm-up. What do you think?
1: Well, we've been warming the mics up for about 10 minutes That's right. (laughs) Let's do a little segment we like to call... (laughs) Would You Rather? So today's Would You Rather for Episode 212 is Would You Rather... Have a horrible long-term memory and an excellent short-term memory. Okay. Short-term meaning like the last two days.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Or
1: maybe a week. Let's say a week.
0: Oh, wow. That's generous.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't remember what I did 10 minutes ago. So that's pretty generous, (laughs) I guess. Or have a horrible short-term memory but have an excellent long-term memory.
0: Wow. Um. Gosh, I don't know. It's a tough one, huh? Yeah, I I am getting all confused with it. I think.
1: Basically, would uh, you want.
0: I think I'd have to go with long term. Long term being. Oh, gosh, I don't know. How would I even coach though? Because (laughs) I wouldn't remember. I would have to see my clients every week. I mean. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, But I can't bear the thought of like not remembering. My father or our wedding or that's
1: where i'm at right things like that so i think there's so many things that i so many great memories i have in my life that i would much rather have long-term memory and have short-term memory go
0: yeah i just think i would be a shitty coach that's the only other thing
1: yeah i guess that's true
0: i would have to write down everything well if you had
1: if you had really bad short-term memory you'd always be present
0: yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> and that's part of. You wouldn't
1: be holding on to anything from the past.
0: Yeah, and that's part of the whole coaching thing is really staying connected to the present moment. Yeah. And all right, cool. That's anyway. that's my choice, and you're in the same boat. I'm same boat. Yeah. Well, every Monday we post a would you rather over at After Hours, where everybody kind of sounds off on what they would prefer. So if you want to come join us and have a fun discussion, it's funny to see people give rationale for why they would choose to be toilet paper instead of a sponge <laughs> so funny because that's a part of it because i'm like you need to explain your reasoning why
1: you can't just say tp
0: no, no. i will delete your comment no no i will not <laughs> but that's the that's the fun of it how Absolutely. about how about we jump into our topic for today let's what do
1: you think do it. let's do it topic it up
0: This was, like I mentioned, a listener submission, and it's very short, so I'm going to read this to you really quick. And if you did not know, by the way, you too, yes, you, can submit a show topic if you so choose. You can find the link on any show notes page, and it's an opportunity for you to let me know kind of what you want covered on the pod, so it's very advantageous for me and I, I really just love it. I love knowing that I'm on the right track and, and giving you guys what you need. This came from a listener who said, what should you do when you are on a spiritual or self-development journey and your partner is not, or others in your life, just in general, are not, like your friends or your family? We covered this topic Ages ago, literally years ago, considering we've been doing the pod for over four years now, Mm -hmm. and I figured there's some additional things that I would like to share about it. It would definitely be worth going back through this again. I think this is something that we don't quite anticipate when you get involved in personal development because for so many people, when they learn about an inner critic and they start learning how to speak kindly to themselves or not having to believe everything that's been, you know, told to them their entire life. You, you have this overwhelming sense of freedom and you get excited and then you want to tell the people you're closest to. And then sometimes they don't receive it very well. And I mean, I think you and I went through that a little bit at the very, very beginning yeah. w- when I learned coaching and
1: yeah, yeah I remember.
0: remember that. And this is probably
1: because I have good long-term memory.
0: way to tie it back. We're probably talking mid-2000s, so it's been over 10 years for sure, maybe even a little bit longer when I first went to coaching school and started learning this modality and learning just a completely new perspective about how to engage with my life, period.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: I remember you very distinctly telling me, don't coach me. Don't try to coach me. Just in our conversation.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: And we had to kind of navigate that.
1: Figure out, yeah. Yeah, because you you used a coaching tone right. when you spoke to me. And I was like, okay, where's my wife?
0: Yes. You were like, I'm not a client. Yeah. Please don't talk to me right. like that. But then, you know, you also had a really candid conversation with me where you said, I'm nervous that you're growing Yeah, at a faster rate than me. And not me. You're going to outgrow me. And we had to have a really deep conversation about that. And and it's one of those things that I truly think is the, one of the reasons why we've been able to stay together for two decades is we have included one another on our own independent journeys without forcing the other one to also adopt it. And that is one of the slippery slopes. And in fact, when I went to coaching school, they would really teach you about what they would call re-entry. And we do this a lot in our retreats and things like that because it's you get all pumped up and you're all jazzed when you're away at a retreat or when I was at coaching school. And then they would kind of have to say, I know you're so excited about this work. (laughs) Not everybody, when you get back home, is going to be as as thrilled. excited, right. They still are expecting you to be the old you. Just because you've learned all these brand new tools and had all these aha moments or insights or breakthroughs doesn't mean that your partner has.
1: So they're all going to be on your side for it either.
0: That's right. Mm -hmm. And in fact, when people come on retreats with us, it's funny to get their perspective about what the people in their life told them about the retreat they went on. They're like, wait, are you sure you can be safe? Wait. You're getting paired up with a roommate? Wait a minute. Is this a cult? Like people are alarmed,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> and
0: so you kind of have to say, mom, things are going to be fine. Coworker, I know what I'm doing. It's I'm meeting all my internet friends. And we
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a nice little there you go. laugh about it. But I think this is a very real issue that doesn't get talked about in the personal development space as much. And I have about six different concepts or tools for you to kind of keep in mind as you continue to see the gap between your personal growth and the people in your life. Because the more that that stretches out, you can tend to get really elitist about it. Like you start to look down on them almost. Like I can't believe you don't see things this way or God, you know, and that's what I like to call when self-help goes bad. When you're so empowered that you're kind of a dick, (laughs) you know? I don't think it happens as often as feeling like you just simply can't share.
1: Don't be a douche.
0: Don't be a douche. I mean, (laughs) that's one of the first rules. The first thing that I wanted to impart to you guys is to have compassion, because let's say you are really throwing yourself into this, getting involved in personal development, you're learning how to speak to yourself, feeling really great about boundaries, And the people in your life may not like the new empowered you. I see this a lot with people who tend to be more people pleasers. The people in their life like you being a doormat. They like you always saying yes. They like the one who has to please. When you become a little bit more empowered, they're like, wait a minute. I don't, wait, who is this? I don't like this. And they feel sometimes like they've been shortchanged or threatened. I really think that it comes from insecurity and there's like this feeling of not being safe or being threatened in some way. I cannot stress enough to have compassion for where they are at because chances are you've been there too you were at a place where you didn't think things were possible or that's not being realistic or you can't hurt him you can't say that what what is he going to think what is she going to think you may have said some of that disempowering language that they are now saying
1: right exactly
0: so have some compassion and in fact i think i said something like that ages ago and you were like calm down You weren't always that way either, you know, and kind of checked me and I was like, all right, you're right. (laughs) So number one, have some compassion. You were there once too. Second point, personal development, it is seriously like finding a religion because we are talking about new belief systems. We're talking about ways in which you change and develop like what you believe to be true. That's what we're talking about in all religions. Yeah. It's your beliefs. It's the things you would like live and die for, right? Same is true for this. Yeah, absolutely. I like to say too it's almost like your buddy who gets involved in an MLM or network marketing oh my gosh, yeah. and they're fucking passionate about their new leggings or their new insurance policy thing they're all bought into or their fucking vegetables in a pill capsule that's going to change your life and they are pumped. And they're like, can can we you know, they want to do the network meeting, right? Can we just maybe meet? And and you're going, oh, I'm gonna lose my shit.
1: Are you open to opportunities?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really want to share something with you that's gonna change and but it's the same, whether it's MLM, whether it's a religion, personal growth, or anything that somebody happens to be so excited about that the other person may not be. It is Something to keep in mind that just because you are so, so passionate about it doesn't mean they are. And I'm going to get into a couple of ways to broach these topics and how to go into it. But I think it's important to remember, it's, it's not necessarily curb your enthusiasm. It's just be aware of your impact.
1: I think that a lot of people, we, we live in a society where everything is being sold to you all the time.
0: That's You're right. You're
1: constantly being sold. And a lot of times, when people come back from these kinds of things, where they're empowered or they have, you know, they're all jazzed about something, it's like, okay, we'll see how long that lasts. You know, they kind of yep. put up barriers immediately, especially if you're super passionate about it. They're like, oh, what do you want from me? Yep. Right? Um, I think that's one of the things I would, just as a outside person outside of coaching, yep. is it's not curb your enthusiasm. It's don't try to sell people on where you're at just be there.
0: That's actually coming up in point number four. Eugenia, sidekick you.
1: I didn't segue that very well if it was four, but.
0: Yes, yeah. but so such a good point, really such a great point. And there's also this thing that I think happens particularly in intimate partnerships like spouses and things like that, that it feels like If I don't buy into it the way you are, I'm wrong or you're judging me now, which automatically puts people on the defensive. I really think it has a lot to do with your approach. So I just want you to keep in mind with this whole, how passionate you are about this. Remember those other instances where somebody has been excited about their new network marketing or about their new religion or their new yoga practice. And you were like, I'm not into it. Think I'm about when the situation was reversed. Mm-hmm. It'll help you approach it from a gentler perspective. Third thing, I want you to think about respect becoming the new baseline. This has everything to do with boundaries. We've talked about boundaries a lot. We go into boundaries in extensive detail in the tribe, which is a group coaching immersion that i actually have opened for registration right now that's your big one that's the big gun yeah that is the most transformational program i have in fact there's a handful of people in after hours who have popped in saying that's
1: right i took i
0: i went through the tribe with amy totally changed my life game changer so you can you know talk to people about it like whoa really wow oh my gosh and it's not just me trying to sell you on it. It's people, people saying like, no, I was in that boat where I was consumed with whatever other people thought or et cetera. We'll talk about that in a second. But I want you to look at respect becoming the new baseline. Now, that means you respecting your partner or mom, friends, whoever with wherever they're at in their journey And respecting yourself that you need to stand firm on whatever you need, whatever you desire. If it's important to you to grow and develop, if it's important to you, for instance, to take the tribe or take an online course, and your partner just totally doesn't get it. In those moments, it's about delivering your needs with grace and kindness so that you're respecting how they feel too. Just because you don't agree or don't have the same affinity towards something, like the personal development space, doesn't mean you have to be disrespectful of one another. Yeah. I think it only becomes extremely problematic when it is severely costing one of the partners to support the other. For instance, if you are a Buddhist and your core belief, what you would live and die for is... To do no harm to any living creature, animals or a human or whatever. Right. And then you're in a partnership with somebody who all of a sudden takes up hunting and that becomes their sport and they're not willing to sacrifice it. That those are the situations where you say, I can't ethically support what you're into because it's in direct opposition to what I believe in. Those are the times when you you it's it's hard to support your partner, or your best friend, et cetera, because you believe at your core that they are in, involved in something detrimental right. or something you simply can't support. Now, that's very different than just not sharing the same affinity or attraction to something. If somebody in your life is really into music, but you're not really into music, you've never really been or into creative arts in any kind of way, but they love to take a painting class. Those are the things that it's like, those are the things I need to support you. It it costs me nothing to support you. I would start looking at how that is involved with personal development in your relationship. I have met people who their partners at their core think coaching is a scam. They think you don't need anybody else. They think therapy. I've had plenty of people who believe therapy is a scam hmm. and think that you know, you're throwing money away by being involved in that. That could be down the line. If they cannot support you, that could be terminal. That could be something that ends the relationship because- what you are so passionate about or believe in is in stark contrast with one another. It's the same reason why people who have polarizing political viewpoints have a hard time being married, or who have very different religious beliefs have a very hard time being partnered.
1: Because it's visceral.
0: It's a visceral. Yeah. And it's not just an infinity. Like, oh, I really like creativity or I like being around a lot of people. Or I it's not that. It's the things that you would live and die for. And Your core. Just like somebody finding a new religion, if you get involved in personal development, it can be like you've changed from the person you were before. And sometimes the old you was very harmonious in that marriage or the old you was very connected to that person in that friendship. But now that you have gained this new insight or this new element has become a major part of your life, there may be decisions to be made about the roles that these people have in your life. For sure. Respect becomes the new baseline. All right. Think very clearly about what you need to stand firmly around. It could be something like, Hey, honey, I know you don't totally get this. You know, you're not bought into it. I'm not asking you to come be a part of this group with me or take this course with me or read this book. I'm asking you to allow me to do that. And to enjoy my time and to not ridicule me or make snide comments. That's all I'm asking. That's and, yeah. and in return, I won't I won't chew your ear off about it. If something exciting happens for me, I'll ask you, hey, can I share this really awesome thing that happened to me or this new revelation that I had about the issue with my mom? Can I? Sh- I'll ask you ahead of time if I can share it. And then you get to say yes or no. In the grand scheme of things, you get to decide if that's a deal breaker for you or not in, in that friendship or in that relationship. But I do think this whole idea, this whole concept of boundaries is extremely important. And as I mentioned to you guys, you know, just a few seconds ago, I, I have an extremely robust group coaching program. It's called deep down and dirty the tribe. It is the exact same framework that I take my one-on-one clients through But once or twice a year, I do it as a group format and it covers in depth some of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast and boundaries is one of the weeks that we go extremely deep. I think it's like week eight or nine, but this is the deal. How many weeks are there? There's 12. 12? There's 12 total. We do have a couple of weeks that are off. Oh, okay. Uh, So it ends up spanning, like start to finish. It spans about four months that we're on this journey together. We meet weekly for group coaching sessions. But here's what I really want you to know. If this is something that you're super interested in and you want to go deeper, I want you to be really clear that this is for you. These are the types of people that come to this kind of program. It is people dealing with extreme guilt, like this (laughs) the idea of why am I not happy? I have a great husband. I have a great job. You've kind of checked off all the boxes and you're like, is this it? And then you feel guilty for not being satisfied, guilt for feeling lost, uncertain, unhappy, guilt for feeling like you're not enough. And then in your head, you're like, you should be grateful. That's kind of what your inner critic starts doing. But this is the deal. These are usually the people who come to me. They chronically talk mad shit to themselves in the mirror or about everything they do at work. There's this constant pull that everybody else matters way more. I can't rock the boat. I care way too much what other people think, but I would die if they knew that I was that invested, you know? Like there's that whole, I want to really look like I've got my shit together on the outside. But then you rarely have time for yourself. You never put yourself first. And if you ever do take a moment for yourself, then your inner shit talker kind of goes like, you should be folding laundry. You should be working out. You should be hanging out with the kids. You should finish that work. Should, 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 should. Fucking should. Non-stop. You get trapped in that, this notion or this idea of who you're supposed to be. You think things would just be awesome as soon as you get this business off the ground or once I lose this 15 pounds or... And then the compare and despair is fucking out of control. For sure. If you see somebody who started that business, who lost that weight, who bought that house, who got married, your inner shit talker goes that shit. And it's saying things like you're not as pretty as her or as, him, or, as successful as him or you're not as good of a parent. So this is exactly why I created Deep Down and Dirty. The program because I wanted to take people from this people pleasing doormat to a powerful, confident, assertive badass. I mean, that is all that we really want, right? I mean, in the grand scheme of our lives, we just want to be happy. Everybody says, like, oh, over here, as long as you're skinny. As long as you get this promotion, then you'll be happy and you buy into this whole rigmarole, check off all those goddamn boxes, and you're still like, wait, what? Why am I not having this amazing bliss? That is what we do over the course of this four-month span. We get into all of the things that shift that reality. I want you to think about this. What would change for you? I mean, we've been talking about Boundaries, like navigating this sort of an yeah, issue, yeah, how do you deal with if your mom thinks you have bought into some internet fucking cult, <laughs> and you know, how do you stand up for yourself with that if you've habitually your entire life tried to just make her happy and not rock the boat? And like I've told you before, the subconscious message that you're sending your to yourself over and over again when you silence yourself is, I don't matter as much as that person. I want you to think about how things could actually change. This is what we do in the tribe. You will be able to speak up for yourself gracefully, articulately, so you can tell your boss your true thoughts on your workload, which will likely make your work a shit ton more fun. Voice your opinions without second-guessing every statement you make. How many times have you done that in a work environment where you're like, oh, I should have said this, I should have said that? Imagine going in there and being fucking confident. And being able to deliver all of that, deliver your thoughts, your opinions, your needs, to know exactly how to address challenging topics with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Even all the shit he doesn't do or she doesn't do around the house or even all that sex stuff that's so uncomfortable to discuss, you'll know exactly how to broach that. Or how about this one? Any recovering people pleasers or perfectionists out there, having dinner guests over to your home and enjoying every minute instead of thinking about the dirty dishes or how you need to get everything perfectly put back together. You didn't have time to shampoo the carpet or all that. How about just loving the moments that you're spending with those people and thinking about how funny your sister is when she's smashed, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like that's enjoying life, right? Right. You're so focused on the connections that you're having that you forget to stress, (laughs) you know, that's a new way of being or stepping outside of your house without a stitch of makeup on. Being able to breathe in a beautiful day and not be concerned about what you appear like to others. Or how about this one? I've always talked about the declining of the baking of the cupcakes for your kids' class.
1: Yeah, yeah that's
0: or okay. chaperoning their latest field trip. If you could actually say, you know what, I'm so sorry, I'm not available. Thank you for thinking of me. And then not feeling guilt, that is what the tribe does. Nice. That is nice. what the tribe does. It gives you personal strength and confidence. So you can decline family invites. So you can say, no, I'm sorry, I'm not available for that brunch. I truly hope you and dad have a great time. Done. And then you go get momos and have an awesome mani-pedi. Because you are the master of your fucking time. And you are too good to be weighed down by guilt and obligations that are no longer serving you.
1: She's getting worked up. Oh, I'm
0: getting worked up. <laughs> I just feel like, I feel so passionate about this because I did the same thing in my life.
1: It's so funny. I that's what I was thinking it. about as you're going through these examples. I'm like, gosh, we have lived these.
0: That's right. We, yeah. You have seen me. You have seen me cower at what my parents might think of me. Right. Because of the faith that I, I have switched from. Yeah. And you have seen me go through all of this. And I have now had the pleasure to see tons of students and clients do the exact same thing. Where they didn't think. I was talking to a client today who it is miraculous talking to her now versus a few months ago. And she actually went through the tribe as well. And then we ended up continuing doing some one-on-one work. And I, I feel like I'm talking to a different person. Like a totally different person. The shit that she's worried about now is like going after her dreams instead of being so worried about what other people think. Nice. It's amazing. Anyway, That's if you are interested and you know that you can't wait another fucking day <laughs> consumed by this guilt or being so worried about what other people think and not going after what you really want. Like, it's time for a motherfucking throwdown. If it's not now, when is it going to be? When are you going to be important? When? When's going to be a good time?
1: That's one of those voices that I have to check into, those inner critics. Yep. is like, oh, you'll you'll get to it. You'll do it then. You'll do it this time. Really? You'll do it here. And then that time will come, and I'm like, well, no, we'll do it then. You know, it's that procrastination motherfucker.
0: That's right. And you're not alone, man. You are not alone. And that's why this... Topic that we're even discussing today about when other people don't get personal development and you are on this journey, you need people in your corner. You need I can't tell you how many times clients or students say, Thank you for giving me that permission. Everybody in my life is telling me I'm not allowed to want this thing or go after this thing that I'm desiring. And I'm like, fuck yeah, no, you're doing it, you're doing it. And it's you need people in your corner. I. That's why I have a coach. That's why I take programs. You're never done. You need your soul tribe if you're interested in it. We have an option for you where you can break up your payments over four months. It's extremely doable. I do cap the class so that we can keep it somewhat intimate. And we're getting started very soon. Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash tribe. I'll also put it in the show notes page because fucking enough is enough. Yeah. If you're done with this boundary bullshit, let me show you the way. That you're, it's, Your situation may be unique, but other people are going through the same thing. It's the same obstacles of dealing with fear, how you speak to yourself, believing that you're worthy, having tough conversations. You can learn that skill. Absolutely. I've seen a ton of people do it.
1: We, we think that we're the only ones going through these things. But when you do programs like yours, you get to see that there's a lot of other people with those same issues
0: that's exactly right and
1: it's it's actually quite relieving totally to know that all these other people are going through the same thing i'm going through i'm not alone in this that's right so awesome
0: and every single class retreat conference anything i've ever done people say that over and over brand new people that i've never worked with before who didn't know each other before they say it is so good to, to know i'm not alone i don't have to do this alone I will walk to the ends of the earth for you, but I will not fight harder than you. You, If you are ready to fight for your life, I will be in your corner, like screaming you on and you can totally do it. You can absolutely do it. Okay. I'm getting worked up. (laughs) But I was thinking about that with the whole boundaries thing. It's like, no, these are possible. This is possible. Yeah. All right. So let's talk more about dealing with other people who don't necessarily get your personal development journey. Number one, have compassion. You were there once too. Number two, Keep in mind that it, just because you're thrilled about it, they may not be necessarily. Number three, respect becomes the new baseline. Number four, which you kind of alluded to a little bit earlier.
1: Oh, yeah, my uh, Mr. Segway, early segue.
0: Watch your approach. One of the questions I love, I, I would love for you guys to ask yourself is, how would I respond to me if mm-hmm. the situation was reversed? Would I be receptive? I mean, imagine you were listening to yourself. Would yeah. you be like, wow, he's kind of a pompous asshole? Or would you be like, ooh, tell me more? That's Are you broaching the conversation or sharing the information in a way in which you can genuinely be heard? And in the tribe, actually in week 10, we go through an entire process of how to have these really challenging conversations with people. So watch your approach. Here's what I suggest you do. If you are learning something, whether it's from the podcast or a group or a book you're reading or whatever it happens to be, share what you're learning and the impact on your life instead of saying, you know what you need to do. Uh, Refrain from anything around, here's what you need. Do not diagnose. Do not uh, assign a remedy to him or her. Tell them what you've gone through. It's it's an exercise in vulnerability, but it's a way to kind of be a witness for what you've gone through. And it kind of offers it up like, hey, I'm making these amazing changes. If you want to know more about it, I'm happy to share with you right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's much more palatable for them to receive, especially if it's a spouse. It becomes very threatening when a partner says, you need to do this. It's extremely like, walls up, walls up, guard myself. I'm not safe. That's
1: exactly what I was talking about.
0: Watch your approach. How would you respond to you? And then come again from that place of, here's what I've learned and here's what's been helpful for me. And then number five, this is something we learned about a lot when I went to coaching school, and they would call it offer and invite, not force and manipulate,
1: right? Yeah, right.
0: If you're sharing, like I was talking about in number four, here's what I'm learning. You can offer and invite by saying, you know, I had a really, really hard time with jealousy too, or I had a really hard time being nice to myself about my skin or about- my workplace or whatever, sharing your story and say, hey, I did learn something that has helped me considerably. Are you open to hearing it? Mm. Offering and inviting. Offering it up, yeah. And the second piece of that is to let go gracefully if they say, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know. That's not your cue to get all pissy. It's respect is the new baseline. You need to respect them as much as you are demanding the respect in return.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do not force, offer an invite, and be willing to let go gracefully. Number six, speak your truth into ears that can hear you. This is one of my favorite quotes that, of my own <laughs> that I say all the time. Because we love people so much, We want them to experience the same love and acceptance and self-love and worthiness that we're starting to experience. We want them to feel that way. Not everybody has the capacity to hear you. Be very mindful that as you continue on this journey, your partner or your best friend may not be the one who's able to celebrate with you.
1: That's true. Wow.
0: I think it's on us. The onus of responsibility is on us to at least entertain a conversation in that way, to say, hey, this is really important to me. I've been really learning a lot of stuff. I would love to share it with you. I don't want to push anything down your throat, though. I want you to feel comfortable, so you tell me. And really being genuinely respectful. It's embodying how you want to be treated. I mean, it's very, very simple in that way. Yeah. And then the deal is... Find your like-minded people. Find the ears that can hear you. That's why I created After Hours. I wanted all these people from literally all over the world who listen to this pod, who listen to this messaging, to be able to come together. If you want to go an elevated level, join the tribe. My God, people who go to the conferences, people who go to the tribe, people—they become soul sisters. It's but incredible. Somebody, it's incredible. Yeah. I have a ton of past clients and students who they meet up. They live in totally different countries or different states, and they have created this incredible connection. Because they reached out, they took action to find that tribe. That's so awesome. So you have no excuse because After Hours is fucking free. So go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. Meet Meet these people. Maybe even ask some of the people who've taken – the tribe who have gone through deep down and dirty, who have pushed themselves to a much, much deeper level, who were all scared shitless. I have never had any client or student tell me, like, oh yeah, this is kind of no big deal. Nobody. They're always like, I'm so nervous. I'm so scared. And like, good. You're in the right place. And I get scared. Yeah, But you do it anyway. You
1: do it anyway.
0: You do it anyway.
1: Hashtag you do it anyway.
0: Hashtag do it anyway. And on top of that, all members of After Hours will be privy to a $50 off coupon code if they opt to join the tribe.
1: If they're an after hour.
0: <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we need to make a new, we need to do another like little jingle for that.
1: Yeah, because you don't like that one.
0: Darlene, Darlene is my amazing, beautiful editor of the pod. And she, I'm like, I have another jingle. We've got a what you rather <laughs> and appreciate and a warm fuzzy. and a, Oh, which reminds me. Oh, do I,
1: we have one to give out?
0: We have one to give out to our listener submission.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: You know who you are. Here you are getting an awesome warm fuzzy.
1: Yay! Bam. All up in your grill with that warm fuzzy.
0: All up in you with that warm fuzzy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Darlene, we might have a new jingle coming your way for after hours. <laughs> I don't do it as creepy as Mr. Smith. So does it. creepy. I know. All right. So, if you are struggling in that situation that this listener, Brought to us this week, where you feel a little isolated. At least, for the love of God, come over to Facebook and connect with people. For the love of God, for the, or whoever you believe in, <laughs> <laughs> right? Whoever you, it's it, it's extremely exclusive and all encompassing. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's exclusively welcome. for everyone. Exclusively for everyone. That's going to be the tagline. After line. hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> After hours, exclusively
0: for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smith needs to do voiceover work. He's so good. All right, guys. So I'm really hoping that this was helpful. Again, you know where to find me if you're interested in joining the tribe. Now or never, man. Like, no more of this guilt. No Let's more do of it. this fucking boundary issue. Do it. Do it.
1: Do it. Do it. Do it.
0: <laughs> wow. All right. We will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.